Thank you for listening to the Sandals Church Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Real Spirituality content series, conversations on the reality of the unknown, how spirituality impacts us all, and what the Bible has to say about it. We hope you enjoy this episode. I saw spiritual figures. I saw angels. I saw demons. I saw... The, the Christian faith actually has some pretty trippy ideas in it. And we were like, was all, like we just uh, broke the time-space continuum. Yeah, like, uh, like, you know, a cellular mitosis, you know, like babies, like everything, everything that the world was just poured into my mind. And I- what is up, fam? I'm Adam Atchison here, and we are continuing our Real Spirituality series, uh, which are just some authentic conversations about spiritual matters that are prevalent in our, in our culture, uh, on digital, social media. Uh, and and we, we want to engage in and from, and, and right out of the gate, we'll just share, like, yes, we, we come from a Christian perspective and all this, um, but it's probably a unique perspective, maybe one that you haven't uh, heard, just the way that we approach these kinds of conversations. And so today I've got my good homie here, T. Shafe. The one and only. The, the one and only in the flesh. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tyler Schaefer. And so thank you, man, for joining us. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Yeah, and our, our topic today is uh, the topic of, of psychedelics and spirituality, and uh, and Tyler and I, we, we share a similar background. I mean, our, our stories are different in all kinds of ways as well, but uh, lots of similarities in that both of us have experimented and and uh, part, partook, partaken, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the past uh, tense verb is there, and uh, <laughs> of psychedelics of various right. forms. And um, so, man, we're going to jump in and, and, and kind of talk about our own experiences and uh, as we reflect back now uh, on some of those things, and then may- maybe um, just sort of make some, some um, draw some conclusions maybe about where we stand now, even um, as Christians, as we look back on those experiences, man. So For why sure. don't you kick us off with, um, with a, a story of, of uh, your own use of, of psychedelics, and, yeah. and we'll go from there. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so before I even start, I just want to kind of preface the story of, I, this isn't like a braggadocious, you know, I feel like sometimes it can come off as a, you know, I was a crazy Christian, I did, or crazy before I was a Christian, did all this stuff, and now look at me, but it really is a cautionary tale, and I feel like there's a lot of other voices talking about psychedelic trips, and uh, I just wanted to come in from a perspective, you know, of somebody who's now a Christian and went through that stuff. And when I, when I think back on, you know, the many trips I had, I, I think back to probably the worst one that was close to the end. I mean, it was the last time I ever used mushrooms. I may have done LSD a few more times after that, but uh, we were camping out in the middle of nowhere, Colorado. There was like four or five of us, I can't remember. And this guy just brings on like a, you know, there's four or five of us and he brings a, <laughs> a three gallon bag of mushrooms. And so, um, you know, we're doing our thing, we start a fire, and then as the sun goes down, we start to eat them, and we keep eating them, and then next thing you know, you get the visuals, you get all the crazy stuff, and, uh, but th- this one was different, it just had a different feel to it, mm-hmm. and uh, I just remember there were certain moments in the night where uh, I felt like I was going insane, and there was a point where I walked up this hill, and um, it's kind of crazy to say, but I, I, I felt a connection or some kind of calling from God and almost like uh, I had this attitude of like taunting him, like, hey, I know as much as you do. It was a really weird thought to have. And in that moment of saying, almost like puffing my chest out to him, I had this like convergence of the universe, uh, like, you know, a cellular mitosis, 
you know, like babies, like everything, everything that the world was just poured into my mind. And I literally felt like I was going to go insane. And so like, next thing I remember, I'm like rolling around in a ball on the dirt floor, you know, freaking out. And then just was that way for a couple of hours. And then, you know, my friends got me to sit up and chill out. But in that moment, I knew that I had kind of wagged my finger at God. And I felt this like, this voice tell me that's not even a percentage of a percentage of a percentage that I showed you. Mm. And so I think the, the seriousness and the, the, you know, the reality of psychedelics is that they're not they're, you know, they're, they're very unique. You're playing with more than just drugs. I think, um, you know, there's like the saying of, you know, we'd always say, we're going to go knock on the door. We're going to go knock on the sky. But um, sometimes the door knocks back, sometimes the sky knocks back, mm. and sometimes the door opens up. And, mm. you know, I have friends who continue in that lifestyle, and, you know, they're not Christians today, but they also don't do that anymore. Mm. And they have, you know, some lingering psychosis from some of the stuff, you know, that they saw. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when it comes to spirituality with, um, you know, these psychedelics and that, like that trip specifically, did I experience something spiritual? Absolutely. I mean, I saw, mm. I saw spiritual figures. I saw angels. I saw demons. I saw all kinds of, I guess I should say biblical figures. Mm. And there, there were things there that I was talking to that weren't there. There were things that were telling us stuff about ourselves that, you know, it was nuts. It was mm. like pandemonium. And so I, I think there is a spiritual aspect to it. Um, but it's a spiritual aspect that I don't think we were created to handle. Mm. So, you know, we're not just spiritual beings, we're physical, we're emotional, but if you abuse one of those parts of ourselves, you know, mm. it's not, it's not good for you. Like if, I think we talked about this last time, the physical part, like if you don't move, if you just, you know, go ham on McDonald's your whole life or, you know, wh whatever that becomes, you know, that'll end up to the downfall of yourself. Mm. Same with uh, psychedelics and same with spirituality. Like there's mm. all that stuff is given to us as Christians. There's a spiritual aspect mm. that we get to explore that's safe and it's guided. And, you know, God wants us to experience it. Mm -hmm. And there's also stuff that he doesn't want us to experience. Mm. And I've experienced a few times uh, some of those things that he didn't want us to experience. Mm. And now I know why. Yeah. And, you know, there's still times where I'll dream of that night. And then there's even times where, mm. you know, I have little kids where they'll wake up in the middle of the night mm. and I'll go to their room to like get them up and I'll have this like flash thought in my mind of that crazy demon I saw that night mm. is going to be in that room when I open the door. Wow. And like, it's just like that stuff sticks inside your mind sure. because it was real. Yeah. You know, there's an aspect of that that was real. Sure. So, um, that's like that's like my main big story and there's a lot of aspects to it that are just bananas sure i mean remind me to come back to asking you a question just i'm going to plant the seed now so you can be thinking about it but um you, you talked about this distinction that that of, of things that are real and spiritual and there's a kind of a right way to do it some right. parameters that are holy yeah that are sacred actually like like yeah. sanctified by god like hey this is this is the right approach, you know. We can talk about some of those, but I want to talk. I want to ask you in a minute about, um, you know, sort of the flip side. Like, how have you experienced in a very powerful, experiential way the power of the Holy Spirit in your life? Um, you know, maybe it felt very different or looked very different than tripping on shrooms. But uh, before we get there, 
Um, mm. What you were talking about reminds me of a of an episode that I watched Joe Rogan and, and Rob Lowe, and it was pretty profound. He was talking about ayahuasca, mm-hmm. and um, which is a, a pretty popular thing. I, I find it kind of interesting that this is something that um, really. <laughs> like Hollywood people can afford. Like this isn't an everyday spirituality yeah. that is accessible to me and you. Like I right. don't have a hundred grand to have a shaman take me on some trip for 12 right. hours in, right. in South America. Um, but having said that, like just the, the way there's a point in this, in this exchange between Rob Lowe and, and Joe Rogan, where Joe Rogan begins to describe things in, in such a similar way that ironically, like a Christian would begin to talk about experiencing transcendence Mm -hmm. in in the, you know, being, encountering, experiencing the presence of God. And, um, and he, and he talked about how he's like this particular chemical DMT, I think, you know, uh, is, um, it doesn't, it's not escapist, which I thought was interesting. He's like, you actually go deeper into yourself or whatever. Mm. And he's like, it's, it's almost a reality that seems impossible, but it's more real. It's more, and, and it's, the, the ways that he were, the words that he was using to describe it and the crescendo of that conversation of like this realm that you cross over and go to, um, at one point he, he finally brings it up and Rob Lowe is like, that's literally what I was going to ask you. He goes, I don't know if that's the place we go where we, when we die. Mm. And I'm, he's like literally talking about, you know, what happens to you after you die yeah. and this place that you go to. And, uh, I, I thought that that was really profound. Um, certainly, um, I don't think the, the, that's the right way to access it. And that's part right. of what we're saying here, of course, but uh, yeah. And there, there's a term for what that is. It's called the ego death. Yeah. And that's what we always strove for. And it, it, it's a, I mean, quite frankly, it's a great feeling the same way to some people. It's great to feel drunk or high or whatever, sure. but ultimately what it does is it fools you into a sense of connection with the things around you. But, but what are you connecting to in that? Yeah. So it, it's a, it's almost like they're having their percep- their uh, perception changed, and they're not so focused on their day to day lives, mm. and you know they're able to get that fresh view, sure. right? And so, but like you said, we don't have ten, you know, hundred grand in a week to go, sure. in the in the hills of uh, Calabasas and get a get an ayahuasca trip. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times, you, you, you know, you could strive to, you know, do that, but yeah. it ultimately rolls into other things. And we've touched on this before in conversation, but um, one of the really profound things that Joe Rogan said that I, that I wasn't expecting uh, that, that came out of his own experience was humility. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that to, to me, this is, this is an area of, of common ground for any human being. Yeah. I think, and this sounds crazy, actually, it's, it's, it's the opposite of maybe what, what we would normally think of, because I think the opposite is also true, but it's this, we actually have a need to feel caught up in something bigger, and I would say maybe even infinitely more than we are, Totally. while being safe, mm. right? There, like, our souls actually long mm. for the humility that stands before the ocean, the Grand Canyon, these are physical realities, of course. Right. But it, those are all sort of uh, symbolic, earthly, concrete ways of pointing our soul to our smallness. Right. Um, and, and yet, um, I, I think when we talk about um, the, the, the Christian understanding of that, the key difference for me is 
safety. Yeah. Like there, it's this sort of contrast of like, I, am I going to die right now in the face of God? Like that's a biblical theme. Like right. I just encountered something wholly radically other than myself, transcendent, whatever. Am I going to die? No, don't be afraid. Mm. Is a consistent theme when faced with something, a being, you know, that's, that's, you know, infinitely greater than ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, how do you, um, I was thinking about this earlier when I look back on, I only did shrooms once, which is kind of funny because I was such a stoner. Um, <laughs> but I did, I did acid several times. And, um, and it, what's really interesting to me is I, n- I never really had what I'd call a bad trip, you know, because a big part of it is your environment. For sure. Who, what, what's the vibe? Like, who are the, the people, people? The yeah. relational dynamics? Like, because if you don't get that right, like, yeah. you could have a bad trip. And Well, the, uh, the, the safety of it, just like the, you said. The safety of it. Um, and so despite that, despite not really having a, a bad trip per se, when I think back now, having experienced that, um, it scares the crap out of me, man. Like mm-hmm. thinking about ever coming near any of that stuff again, um, because I experienced it. Yeah. Even though I didn't have a bad trip, like I, I you know, it's, is or do you are you that way too? I mean, what? Yeah. How do you look back on that now? For sure. So it, you're gonna have to bear with me too, because it, it takes it takes some metaphors and stuff to 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 talk about it. So that. The whole thing of the of what you're describing of feeling connected and feeling a part of something and not so concerned with yourself, mm. that that ego death that was like that was the addicting factor to me, mm. and so even the the language of using psychedelics is like, hey, let's go trip. What's a trip? You go somewhere, visit something, and you come back, right? Mm-hmm. And so like we all, we would like go somewhere secluded and then we'd make like a ritual out of it because we were going to go and we we're really, we were seeking, we we're seeking something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you're going and you're taking psychedelics, totally. it's kind of different than other things because yeah. you're recognizing something that you don't, you can't fully understand yet. You're willing to, you know, take a risk to find it. It, it is different than an escapist type. Like it, let's yeah. get, let's get blackout drunk, right? That's, yeah, it's, I want to forget. I want to. Yeah. Get lost. Yeah, you're turning that cannon around and firing it straight at yourself, sure. pretty much. Um, so to answer your question, when I think back on those good, good trips, um, and they, like, I can't lie, they they were good. They were a lot of fun in the moment. Like they were a blast. That's why I did it so many times, you know. Yeah. But when I think back on it now, I feel like somebody who was snuck into a land that I wasn't supposed to be at. Like when I think mm. back on it now. Yeah. And I think about, wow, I really got away with not getting caught, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I kind of navigated around, like, oh, there's some shady characters in this part over here. I'm going to kind of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the the parts, there, the times that I did have a bad trip, I just, you know, took a wrong turn somewhere and got freaked out. Sure. So there is this, like, uh, feeling of, yeah, like, I would call it fear, almost, or, like, uh, pensiveness when I think back on, like, you know, it, it would, I'm, I imagine it's somebody who has done, you know, scuba diving or something or like insane things are like, man, that was cool that I survived, but I don't know that I'd ever want to do that again. I probably dove too deep. Yeah, right? exactly. It was a little bit too dark. I climbed Everest, dude. I got some frostbite. I probably don't want to ever do that again. Right. So that's, that's how I feel about it now. And I think it's the clarity of experiencing spirituality outside of a drug, um, which also points to something that popped into my mind when you're talking about the Joe Rogan and uh, 
Rob Lowe thing is, you know, that's the beauty of Christianity, right? Is mm -hmm. we don't have to plan out a week once a year and spend a mm -hmm. hundred grand. You can find that spiritual, uh, like you can find that spiritual fulfillment mm -hmm. and there's longevity to it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't last as long as you're high. It doesn't, you know, you don't have a come down. Like you can, because we're meant to have that. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to answer your question, yeah, when I think back on the good stuff, yeah. um, it was good, but there's that like, tint of creepiness to it of like man i really could have screwed up and i could have really got yep. lost in there yeah i could have developed some psychosis i could have you know killed myself i could have killed somebody else yeah and, and those, those things happen actually like yeah there, there's a very real danger and and anyone who's practiced it enough I mean, when you listen to people like dosing needs to be right and yeah you know oh well that that guy just you guys had a three-gallon bag. You just ate too much. You just kept. Maybe you were hungry, like literally, and you just kept going. You know, um, so that's on you. But, but man, what what a fire to be playing with. Oh, like for the, sure. The, the actual damage that could really happen, not just um, not just the lingering effects that yeah. you talked about. Like even just for you, you have some of those when you walk into your, yeah. your kid's room at yeah. night. Um, but just in the moment, the ways that things can yeah. go wrong and people jumping off cliffs thinking they're Superman. And... And yeah, and I've had friends. I had a friend who passed away doing that. And I have, like I said, I have friends who have psychosis that did, just did the most insane things. And they're so embarrassed about it now today that they have no way to cope with it. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you don't, you don't know what you're going to get. You take a piece of paper that's that big and you're on another planet for 24 hours. Like yeah. what do you, you know... <laughs> That's you're rolling the dice big time, right. and uh, it, yeah, it doesn't always pan out. Yeah. Any thoughts about um, just a, an experience that that is um, that is transcendent or uh, powerfully spiritual? I mean, there, yes, I I agree with you. I think the normal everyday me and you and and someone else um, can experience it isn't always felt and intense and amplified. Like, or I'm going to remember this moment or this experience for the rest of my life. Most of it's not that way. But I, I, as I've uh, followed Jesus, as I've been interested in, um, I mean, I do enjoy the gift of a yeah. powerful experience infused with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I've had a handful of those. Um, and those are, those are awesome. Not that I expect that that's the everyday spirituality uh, as a Christian, but... Um, can you speak to a moment that was pure, that wasn't chemically induced? I mean, do you have any stories like that that um, that were really powerful for you, or yeah. healing in, yeah. a, in a in a sanctified kind of holy way? Oh, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but hundreds, like maybe hundreds of thousands, and it's it's kind of the antithesis of what doing psychedelics is. Is when I experience that is when I'm with when I'm not a part of myself and I'm helping somebody, praying for somebody, or I feel the Holy Spirit say, hey, pray for that dude. Or um, I remember one time I was in Upland and there was this old guy filling up gas, looked like he's from a biker gang. And mm -hmm. I said, hey, can I pray for you? And I was like, dude, please say yes, because I don't want to get killed. Yeah, yeah, dude. And he just started weeping and we prayed together. Wow. And then like you're just buzzing, you know, driving yeah. back home. Like why, what would that come from? And then, like, even something as simple as, like, waking up and it's a beautiful morning. Like, today it's rainy, you know, and it's yeah. not usually that way in Southern California. Yeah. But just seeing the beauty in that 
um, you know, witnessing, I had a couple of friends that lost a family member today. So witnessing the, to them on the way here is like that. I get that. It's like a buzz almost, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. of that spirituality. And it's, I've noticed that it's always not about me. It's about being kind of a vessel or letting that pass through or, you know, yeah. being in those positions to be a part of something that's bigger. And when you do psychedelics, it's like, this is for me. Sure. I want this for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking that's this right. trip for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we were doing an episode on uh, manifesting, and as I've uh, as I've sort of looked into that, researched that, watched some videos on TikTok and things. That's the thing that struck me is it's fundamentally selfish. Yeah. Right. And so I think the Christian way is actually not an escape, or uh, even if it's a not not an escape to another planet, like another dimension within our own or like, yeah. however you want to like cut that up. The things that you're talking about are a, are a call into the real world. Yeah. Right. Like it's the moments that are transcendent for you holding yeah. your baby yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Right. Um, the moments of just like the, the, that reflective moment around a meal when you're just laughing and the moment is good and rich and yeah. the people you love are near you. Like those are the kinds of things that are, that like it's about the embodied physical world with a layer of yeah. spirituality that, that, that compels you back, like, oops, back, back into the world. Yeah, totally. And like, yeah, breaking bread with people, like yeah. uh, a big part of my job is meeting people in LA that aren't from this country. And every time I get to sit down and eat lunch with them, it's mm -hmm. like, that's like a trip, dude. Yeah. You hear their stories and it's beautiful because yeah. like, we're all, you know, not to get too, <laughs> yeah. but we're all connected, you know, yeah. and we're, you know, we're all going through this stuff and Christianity is the only thing. And I've tried everything, you know, unless mm -hmm. they make something new pretty soon, which they might, yeah. but I've tried everything and nothing has been, nothing has satisfied me spiritually. Sure. And, you know, I spent years trying, years experimenting, yeah. and all it led to was misery. Yeah. I, I was the same way. I literally had, um, I didn't do any of the extreme stuff. I didn't, I don't know if ayahuasca is new. Like, I, I remember wanting to figure out how to get some peyote. Mm -hmm. but like, and I, I pre-existed sort of the prescription drug phase because yeah. I was kind of over the deep end in the mid-90s. Vicodin was starting to come on the party scene, and I took one. I was like, I don't feel nothing. That's dumb. But, um, <laughs> but despite that, um, yeah, man. In the same way, I, I remember like having a mental checklist. Like I wanted to try everything that was sort of out there on the yeah. market at least once. Like I, like in a searching, seeking kind of way. Like maybe this is the one. Yeah. That'll. I mean, I didn't know it at the time. I was a stupid teenager, right? But like. Clearly, I was looking for, seeking after something, and, and really what I would sum it up in, and a lot of what the search, uh, the popularity around psychedelics is now, could be summed up in a word, They're, we're looking for healing, mm -hmm. right? And so I remembered, um, man, I, I want to I try, I want to do coke, okay, ecstasy, okay, I smoked heroin once, you know, now, most of that stuff, it was, you know, once or a few times, I mean, I always kind of came back to... to Mary Jane, my, my yeah. lady, my mistress over there, she treated me nice and kind, but um, had to say goodbye to her eventually. Um, but <laughs> anyhow, um, man, I want to I kind of come back to this idea that, uh, that 
the, the Christian faith actually has some pretty trippy ideas in it. And, you know, things like, as you were talking about ego death, one of my favorite verses in, in the Bible, uh, it has a lot of meaning just because I memorized it as a kid with my dad. For I am crucified with Christ. Therefore, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Right? This man mm-hmm. who, who is the, the, the fullness of God in a human form, who died and rose again and is now ascended and seated at the right hand, somehow by his spirit, this gift of his presence lives in me. Like, I'm actually dead. Yeah. Like, I died a death. Yeah. To myself, and now, like, and, and this, there's actually a history and a tradition of mystical kind of language mm-hmm. around union with Christ, right? That, mm-hmm. that I, I've died, and now Christ lives in me, and the life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, right? Right. Um, and so, just this idea that I'm born again in Christ, yeah, and all that, all that's his, I now inherit like spiritual gifts and blessings that I can't even see. Yeah. Right? That, that's mine. Like that's, you want to trip on something, yeah. trip on that for a minute, you know? Dude, totally. Even the, the phrase born again, yeah. like, is there anything <laughs> more, you know, scary, disgust, like filthy, terrifying, brutal than birth? Yeah. Like the, to go through that and then to, to, to grow after that. Yeah. Like you talk about an ego death. Yeah. Dude, you start out as a baby in Christianity, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, and it's it's like there's there's like little breadcrumbs all around with with psychedelics that I pick up on now. Yeah. And it's totally that. They mm. we're, I'm we're ti- um yeah, I'm tired of it. That's why I became a Christian, but like in, in when I was, you know, a space cadet, you know, trippy guy, that's what I wanted to do, you know. We all wanted something that was bigger than ourselves, sure. Because we were tired of the the same old, you know. And it was always like, oh, why do we got to make money and live in this capitalist? But really, what it was is like we were tired of the system that was life, mm, sure. Because like it could have been a communist system, it could be any kind of system. You right? were tired of reality. Tired of reality, and our reality at that point was ourselves. Sure. Day in, day out, all I had to worry about was myself. Right. And it drove me to almost drive myself insane. Yeah. Willingly try to make myself insane. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um, want to, let's just land with this. I want to share just a couple of verses uh, with you guys that I think are relevant. This comes from Colossians 2, just as we wrap. It says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, like, that describes some of the trips. Like, I could literally, it yeah. sounds so, like, high-sounding. I remember the first time I ever took acid, I said, <laughs> I said, this is what I wore to school tomorrow. <laughs> and we were like, Everyone's all Whoa. like, we just broke the time-space continuum. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? You wore that to school tomorrow? Like, and it was like high, so high sounding, but it was complete nonsense. Yeah. And the word of God written 2000 years ago is speaking to these experiences. (laughs) Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world Mm. rather than from Christ. And so, uh, in other words, let Christ capture you with his spiritual reality. Yeah. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. 
so you are also complete through your union with Christ, this mysticism of our union yeah. with Him, who is head over every ruler and authority. And so, man, we just want to wrap by saying uh, the Word of God has something to say about these things. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, any parting thought? I, you know, I never thought I would be this guy, but I'm just going to say it. If, <laughs> if you're thinking of messing with psychedelics, if you are messing with psychedelics, just don't. You, if somebody told me that, I wouldn't have listened to them. I doubt that you'll listen to me. But, you know, there's long-lasting ramifications, more so than other things. And, you know, you're, you're searching for something that you're not going to find. And what you are going to find is going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, don't be afraid to talk about it, mm-hmm. especially here at Sandals, man. We're, you know, very accepting. And, you know, we just want to connect you with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Yeah, there's one way to do it. So yeah, on, on that note, I just want to thank you, Tyler, for being here yeah. and, and entering into this conversation. Thank you for having me. And if that's you at Sandals Church, we're not trying to plug Sandals Church with all this, but if that's you and you're, um, you need to talk to somebody or you, you've, you've done uh, some psychedelics and you're concerned or you have questions about an experience that you had, we'd love to hear about that in the comments. Let us know. We'll respond. And uh, thanks for joining us today.